Welcome to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin Solomon, Senior Rabbi of Congregation Beth Hillel in Roswell, Georgia. Beth Hillel is one of the largest Messianic Jewish synagogues in the world and provides a place where Jewish people can find the Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus in Hebrew, and retain their Jewishness. It's also where Gentiles worship and embrace the roots of the faith in drawing closer to God. Click the link in the description to support this ministry or to view our YouTube channel. Let's join Rabbi Kevin now as he shares this word from Scripture. Okay, so you know it's Mother's Day weekend. Mother's Day's tomorrow. If your mother is still with us here on this earth, make sure you call her tomorrow. Doesn't matter what's in the past. Just love on your mom tomorrow if she's with us. If she's already gone up to heaven, then make sure you take time tomorrow and thank the Lord for your mom and her influence on your life. Amen? So as you might imagine, you'd think, of course, my message today has to do with mothers. It does not, but that's just me. I like to mix things up a little bit. I'm kind of fast. I'm not fast at all. Matthew chapter 16, verse 21 says this. Beloved, it says, From that time on, Yeshua began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and ruling Kohanim and Torah scholars and be killed and raised on the third day. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. This already doesn't sound good, does it? And what did Peter say? He said, Never, Master, this must never happen to you. But he turned to Peter, Yeshua turned to Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are not setting your mind on things of God, but the things of men. Wow. You know, when the passage says, fill in the blank, rebuked Yeshua, it's not going to end well. You know, that's not a good thing. But, but here we see that Yeshua and Peter were not on the same page. They were very much not on the same page. Why? Because Yeshua knew the big plan. He could see the big picture. Peter could not. Yeshua knew the plan of how he must die so that we can all obtain forgiveness through his blood atonement. Peter did not get that at all, merely looked at things from his perspective, from his sight, from his line of sight. He wanted the things to go the way that he thought they should go. These were his plans, if you will, and his plans for Yeshua did not include such things as Yeshua was talking about. And so he said, no, no, it's not going to be that way. That's not the way I've planned it. Thank you, Peter. I was asked for years uh, back in the day, you need to stream services from our congregants because I, other people would tell me, you got to stream your services on the internet. You know, that's what, that's what all the, the cool kids are doing. Uh, and so I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just, uh, no, thank you. I really resisted. I was not ambitious for it at all. Uh, I just you know, kind of dragged my feet with it. Yeah, yeah, I know we need to do it. We'll stream. Yes, yes, I know it's important. I, but I, I didn't. I didn't. I knew it'd be a lot of work. I didn't know if anybody would watch. I didn't think it'd be worth the effort. Then COVID hit. <laughs> and I had a lot of plans for Beth Hillel in the year 2020, a lot of plans. Man, I had a lot of great plans. We had already had our calendar meeting. We had hundreds of things on the calendar for 2020, hundreds of things. 
Suddenly all of them ceased along with all the world. Beloved, I'm going to tell you something that you probably already know. Sometimes things don't always go according to your plan. I know that's true with me. Oftentimes the question in life is how do you react when things don't go as planned? How do you react when things don't go as planned? See, when things go according to the script, of course, it's easier, right? When things go just the way that I want for them to go and I plan for them to go, of course, I love it. I mean, it's so much easier, life's so much easier, but that's not life. And we have to be able to adjust and trust in the Lord even in these times when things don't go as planned. Isaiah chapter 55, Yeshiahu 55, Bavakashah. I've been digging deeper into this passage. This, Isaiah 55 has been just really mm, imp, making an impression on me and uh, with some insights from the Lord. And so I want to share this with you. Isaiah 55 verse 8, it says, God says what? For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. It is a declaration of Adonai. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts than your thoughts. You know, if you're, if you're a follower of God, right? We know this scripture. We know this passage. We, we, we live this passage. We, we get this passage. We, we recite this passage. It's, it is a something that we kind of live by and we all know, right? But sometimes I think that we look at this passage as, as I really think about it, and I thought about how we apply that, including myself, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying it's only part of the story. I think that oftentimes the, the time that we really look at this passage is to merely explain away when things don't go the way that we think they should go. What am I talking about? Let, let's say you don't get the job. Well, I didn't get the job. His ways are higher than my ways. Okay, which, which is perhaps true, but it's a little bit reactive. Let me talk about this. Something even significant in life one way or another, you don't get married. Well, his ways are higher than my ways, whatever it is. Listen, I'm not saying there's no truth to that. There very well may be truth, but the point here is that the passage is not just to make you feel better when things don't go the way you want. It's there to inspire you to seek God's ways to start with. So if you will, not reactively, but proactively. Yes, it is also reactive in as much as it sometimes can help us to understand things that happened. Well, his ways are not my ways. Okay, fair enough. But there's an element to this that also should be proactive. We should be seeking God's ways in the first place so that we don't have to explain away that which happens. But sometimes things do happen and we look at it and we have to understand that his ways are indeed higher than our ways. There was a Jewish mother who, <laughs> it sounds like the beginning of a joke, doesn't it? <laughs> A Jewish mom, and she had a husband, uh, two sons, 
along with two foreign daughters-in-law. This is a story in the Bible. And I'm a little bit early. I know Shavuot is when we read the book of Ruth. But these people are living in a foreign land. And, and, and what happens? You know the story. Her husband and, all, and both sons sadly die. So who's left? We're left with this Jewish mom whose name is Naomi. And, and, and here's this Jewish mom and, and her husband has passed and, and her sons have passed. And all that Naomi has, all that's left here in this kind of family equation is Naomi and her two foreign daughters-in-law. That's all that's left, Orpah and Ruth. And for all three of these ladies, things did not go according to plan, right? Things didn't go according to plan. That's an understatement. But you see, this is where the tire hits the road, friends. What would each of them do now? Let's go to Ruth chapter one, please. Ruth chapter one. What would each of them do now? Well, we know that Naomi heard that things were going better in Judah, where she was from. Okay, and so she decides to return home, but she's got these two foreign daughters-in-law with, you know, with her there in the foreign land in Moab. What, what, is she, what are they all going to do? What's going to happen with this, this family that's kind of been devastated by, by tragedy uh, and, and difficult things? What, what, what are each of the three of them going to do? Ruth, Ruth 1, chapter 8. So Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law, go return each of you to your mother's house. May Adonai show you the same kindness that you have shown to the dead and to me. May Adonai grant that you find rest, each of you in the house of her own husband. Then she kissed them and wept loudly. Wow. So Naomi tells these two daughters-in-law to go home, find new husbands already. Be happy. That sounds like a Jewish mom, doesn't it? You know, a, I just want for you to be happy. <laughs> Classic Jewish mom right there. Listen, okay, whatever. I just want you to be happy. <laughs> clearly, she wanted her daughters-in-law to be happy. And they clearly, they all had a deep love for each other. They had a deep love for, for Naomi. Verse 10 no, they said to her, we will return with you to your people. And Naomi said, go back, my daughters. Why should you go with me? Do I have more sons in my womb who could become your husbands? Wow. End of verse 13, Naomi says, no, my daughters, it's more bitter for me than for you. For the hand of Adonai has gone out against me. Mm, wow, it's deep. Naomi cares for them. She cares for her daughters-in-law. You can tell there's a love there, and her daughters-in-law care for Naomi. Like, sincerely, they've got a love for each other, and it's, it's special, and it's beautiful, but things have gone terribly for them all. It's, it's, just, been, it's just been horrible, y'all. I mean, and, and even though Naomi feels as though God's hand is against her, she's mistaken. Because God's ways are higher than her ways. But even so, when things don't go as planned, each of us has a decision as to how we will react. Because I'm going to tell you something, friends, and I, and, and I know you already know this. Things don't always go the way that you planned them to. I know that that's true for me. You're the rabbi. Yeah. Things don't go the way I planned them also. 
just like everybody else, all of us, y'all. How do we react when our plans don't go as we expect for them to or want for them to? Some people give up on life. Some people stop trying. Some people give up on God. Some people don't want to change, maybe out of pride. They don't want to admit their mistakes out of pride. Continuing the story, verse 14. Again, they broke into loud weeping. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. So Orpah made her decision, but then Ruth clung to her. She said, look, your sister-in-law, Naomi said, look, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Return along with your sister-in-law. Ruth replied with one of the most beautiful things, I think, in all the scripture. I absolutely love it. And I know you guys do too. And, and, and we have so many non-Jewish people here at Beth Hillel and who have just locked arms with us here and, and who have a love for the Jewish people in such a way they have a Ruth-like calling. What do they mean? They mean a little bit of what we read in verse 16, what Ruth said, Ruth, non-Jewish, this Moabitess, what did she say to Naomi, her mother-in-law, her Jewish mother-in-law? Ruth replied, do not plead with me to abandon you, to turn back from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May other than I deal with me, and worse, if anything, but death comes between me and you. When she, when Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she no longer spoke to Ruth about it. Man, that's, that's weighty. That's weighty. Three people made key decisions here. Three people after things did not go as planned. Orpah went back to her people and her gods. And that's the last we ever hear of her. Listen, Orpah was not a bad person. She cared for Naomi. Clearly, she cared for Naomi. But she simply said, I guess it was not meant to be. I guess it was not meant to be. I'll just be resolved to the fact that this is my lot in life. This is just how it is. It's almost like she's looking at things. It's almost like she's looking at things and just using as an excuse and saying, well, God's ways are higher than my ways. Too bad. Reactively. See? But that's not it. Our job is to seek God's ways. To seek his ways above our ways. To not get so caught up in our own plans that we see anything else as a failure as opposed to seeking God's higher ways. All too often, that's what we do, friends, is that we have our plans and these are our plans and by gosh, we're <laughs> bent to make sure that these plans happen and when things happen that, that are not that, well, pff, some people just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. And, and then if they just don't work out, they just kind of give up on everything. 
they never stop to pause for just a minute and say, wow, maybe, maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I should have sought God's ways. Or maybe even after this calamity happens, maybe I should seek a new path that is God's ways. When Orpha returned to her God's little G, that was not the right decision. That was not the right decision. And Naomi, now we got the three, Orpha. Naomi, although she felt, although she felt that God had brought calamity on her, and in the midst of having people call her Mara, Mara, which means bitterness, yet we see something. We see this light of hope that's in Naomi. We see this light of hope. Why? At the end of the day, she let Ruth come back with her. She let Ruth come back with her. She didn't have to. She could have continued to insist that Ruth go home. I told you. You know, and that's the way some people are. You know, it's like the plans didn't work out. Just give it up. Go home. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not taking you with me. You go. It's too much of a hassle, a balagon or whatever. It's just, it's not meant to be. His ways are higher than our ways. You see how it can become almost an excuse as opposed to truly seeking those higher ways. See, in this, in letting Ruth come with her, we see that Naomi was also open to the ways of God, which were higher than her ways. And then, of course, what a commitment Ruth made to Naomi. She did not, she did not leave things alone. There was a bigger plan here, a way that was higher than her ways, Ruth didn't simply mope in her cereal. <laughs> the key here is seeking God's ways. That's the key here is to seek God's ways. So Ruth and Naomi chose a different path. Ruth was not simply content to look at the plans that she had made. She had not planned to go back to Judah. She had planned to be with her husband all of her days, probably in Moab. That was her plan. That was her plan, y'all. You have plans. What do you do when, when the plans don't work out? But you see, there was a bigger plan here, a way that was higher than her ways. She didn't give up. Beloved, things aren't always going to go the way you want for them to. Will you allow this to destroy your life? Sometimes it's simply because what you planned is just not part of God's plan. Sometimes it's because you've made mistakes and it's easy for pride to prevent you from doing what God's higher plan for your life is. Chavarim, we should always be looking for God's ways. And if our ways don't pan out, maybe an indicator that we need to more earnestly seek God's ways. Now, you know the rest of the story. Once, once Naomi, of course, got wind, it was so interesting. If you read chapters two and three in Ruth, right? It's just Naomi turns into like a, a part schoolgirl because she's so excited for Ruth and her connecting in with Boaz, the kinsman redeemer, right? And, and so she's, she's part, this is just, just so excited for her now. There's a totally different tone for, for Naomi in chapters two and three than chapter one. It's like night and day different. And, and then also, of course, she's part Ayenta. 
<laughs> right? She's trying to set up Ruth with Boaz, the kinsman redeemer. And once Naomi got wind that Ruth was gleaning in, in Boaz's field, it was uh, she, she went full yenta mode on her, right? And, and you could tell how excited Naomi was. It was this new life in Naomi. And Ruth followed every instruction, man. Naomi was just telling, okay, I want you to do this. I want you to talk to him here. I want you to do this. I want you to get this field here. And, and this is what we're going to do. Man, she was just, oh boy, man, she was going. She was matchmaking. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine patch. Catch. Okay. <laughs> you you actually sang that much better than I did. Thank you for helping me with that. And <laughs> very, very interesting here. And what happened? Sure enough, Boaz noticed Ruth and indeed did redeem Naomi's family inheritance and took Ruth to be his wife. Chapter four of Ruth, verse 13. It says, so Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. When he went to her, Adonai enabled her to conceive and she gave birth to a son. Then the women said to Naomi, catch this, blessed be Adonai who has not left you without a goel today. May his name be famous throughout Israel. Moreover, he will be to you a renewer of life and a sustainer of your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you and is better to you than seven sons has given birth to him. Naomi took the child and held it to her bosom and took care of him. The neighboring women gave him a name saying, a son has been born to Naomi, so they called him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. Yes, that David. Wow. I want you to notice here the completion of what's happened with these two women. Also notice this. This is an interesting. Notice how the baby, Ruth's baby, was in Naomi's care, the scripture says. And the people called Ruth's baby a child born to Naomi. Wow. We know that there's a redemption going on here. And, and Ruth, and Ruth, this non-Jew, was interred and brought into the lineage of King David and consequently the lineage of Messiah Yeshua himself. <laughs> Indeed, friends, God's ways are way, 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 way higher than our ways. So our goal must be to seek his ways and not our ways. To know if we make a mistake that the worst thing we can do is double down and continue on an unfruitful path that's vacuous and empty. That we have to resolve to not throw in the towel or refuse to change course, oftentimes out of pride, but rather to adjust, to humble ourselves, and to seek his ways Peter eventually did this, remember? Peter, who was so strong about his plans. Peter eventually adjusted. He humbled himself. And he eventually 
came into agreement as to the plan that Yeshua had, and the world changed because Peter did that. <laughs> and as a side note, although very much not my plan, our, our streams and our podcasts have actually more people watching and listening to it every week than even come in person. And people have come to faith through it. And I'm humbled and stunned because it was very much not in my plan. But his ways are higher than my ways. But also, we had to make the decision to adjust and to invest in a new plan to stream, to do it with excellence. Friends, don't become set in your ways. Become set in his ways. The title of my message is, When Things Don't Go As Planned. Let's bow our heads. Lord God, I humble, humbly come before you and I want to ask if there's anybody here who's never maybe said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah. Maybe you've never given your life to God, but you want to today. If that's you and you've never said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah, but you want to, raise your hand and we'll have a simple prayer. Is there anyone who's never committed their life to God, but they'd like to? Oh boy, there's a great example of how we can't let anything get in our way. Even a prior bad decision. We have to seek God's ways above our own. God, I pray for each and every person who's here today. I thank you for this wonderful family. Lord, I thank you for the example of Naomi, (laughs) both in our service today with Naomi, the young woman, and the Naomi of the scriptures, and Ruth in the Bible, these great women, these amazing, strong women. Lord, and, and, and what you did through them in the Bible and the example that they shown to us, Lord, as to how we need to seek your ways, Lord, and even when we don't completely understand, but we have to humble ourselves, Lord God, and, and to seek your path, your direction, especially when things don't go as we plan them. Lord, please help us, guide us, direct us, Uh, We love you with all of our hearts, God, and we thank you for these things. B'Shem Yeshua. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend. We would be grateful to receive your tax-deductible gift to further the good news of Messiah Yeshua. To make a contribution, please click on the PayPal link in the description. Also, to view our regular services, click the link in the description for our YouTube channel. If you would like more information about Yeshua the Messiah or how you can become part of our Bethel family, please visit our website at www.bethel.org. That's B-E-T-H-H-A-L-L-E-L.org. Or call 770-641-3000. If you are in the metro Atlanta area, please visit us for an Arab Shabbat service, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, or Shabbat services, Saturday mornings at 11. God bless and Shalom. Nine, 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 nine.